Alright, ready in Chamesh. Alba, Shalosh, Stein. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's at podcast? With Christina P. Oh, snap, mommies. Let me get my dates out of the way so we can get on to our guest today. Are you going to come see me do stand-up? I hope so. Hope by the time. Phoenix, maybe. It's probably, I don't know if it's past. West Palm Beach in May. And then I do Short Lake Titties, Utah. Wise Guys, June 11th and 12th. San Antonio Tejas at the LOL Comedy Club. Liberty Township, Ohio, July 22nd through 24th. The Columbus, Ohio, Oklahoma City. Keep going up, mommy. Denver, I had to move to October. And then Raleigh, North Carolina, Orlando, Florida. And that's the year, folks. Christina P. Online.com for tickets. Try it out. Check it out. Now, this guest is so major. And like, man, Rob Eiler, guys. Fucking, I'm just going to. Yeah, clap for him. First of all... Thanks, Adolf. <laughs> you know, my relationship with you has really blossomed this year because you came on your mom's house with Jamie. Hamey, as you call her Yamey. sometimes. Yamey. Yamey Lee. Yamey Lee. <laughs> and we, you know, I've seen, obviously I watched you on Sopranos. You played, uh, what was his name? AJ. AJ. I don't know why I called you JC. I'm so, I'm so nervous to even talk about Sopranos with you. And... <laughs> And then, I, so we got to know you in your mom's house, and then I grew to love you. Tom and I love you. You were sending us wacky clips, and we're like, now Rob Eiler's an unofficial producer on your mom's house. And then I fell down your pajama pants podcast hole, and now I'm a huge fan of pajama pants, or pajama pants. That's it. If we go down to one listener and it's you, I'm, <laughs> I'm so pumped, which we're close to. <laughs> it's such a great podcast. Thank you. Yeah, it's I, I love it. I love it so much, especially like doing like having this last year in quarantine and this where like good things felt so good. Yeah, that when once a week we did this, I was like, I'm having the best time and then getting closer to two of your best friends and then, and then coming to do like, I feel like I've known you for years. We met in like July. I know. <laughs> it's I know. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Th- these friendships do hyper evolve in this pandemic year but also because i listen to you guys every week on pajama pants it's you jamie lynn sigler and Cassim. and does Cassim have a last name uh yeah it's like gariba but he calls himself Cassim <laughs> g just to you know Cassim g yeah and i love that show because i feel like you have a similar role on that show that i do on your mom's house which is like we're the we're the topic finders you and I like finding what's weird in the world and being like, have you guys seen this? Have you fucking seen this? Yeah. And then when first people hear it, they're like, why are you bringing that up? Yeah. And then 20 <laughs> minutes later, it's like, this is the meat of it, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like last week, Rob sent me, um, you sent me <laughs> a picture. You sent me a photo with two lines of rocks and you're like, we're doing the rock game. Yeah. Which rock, rock talk. Rock talk. <laughs> Yeah, it was huge. It was a huge. We haven't even done it on the pod yet. This is just real oh, life. Oh, sorry, I don't. No, wanna... no, no. I I love it. This was just real <laughs> life shit. 
and you and your friend Kasim went to San Diego and you, you collected these rocks and in talking about them and so but i i get it because so so you line up the rocks and then you ask somebody which which one of these rocks are you attracted to what do you pick and i had to do it by photo which i felt a little like god the pressure you know like i can't i can't hold these rocks i can't know these rocks i can't vibe with these rocks yeah now here's what happened right yeah yeah the gravity listen it's very it's a real serious thing and that's how we knew yeah who our real friends were when as soon as we brought this to them they took it so serious like it was like all right like they had like the way it was lined up and everything and then there was a weird thing where like after people would pick it me and Casmo would be like oh and they'd be like whoa what is that what is it and we're like no there is no wrong answer there's four there's basically like 40 rocks and you pick which rock is and then like we would sometimes like you forget about a rock that you picked like five days ago that we kind of like was off to the side and then somebody would pick it and we'd be like wow really yeah that's your favorite that's right? your and Casson would say what it was was at at one point in time each of these rocks spoke to us yeah for, for a reason <laughs> yeah. and, and he was just we took it super serious and then like someone would say something that was just so outlandish every like minute that we would burst into <laughs> laughter and then try and go back to serious and then it was a you know it was a roller coaster yeah but this is why i like pajama pants because it's similar <laughs> it's it's at that level of nonsense but it makes sense if you really get it if you get it you get it and you're you're in that world now i would like to say which was miraculous is that I picked a rock. It was blue and it had a white stripe through it. I handed it to Tom. I did not tell him. I did not tell him what rock I chose. How many rocks were available as a choice option? Yeah, I would say minimum 20, maximum 30. Something. Like, yeah, yeah there's, yeah. There's, 20, it was a 30. lot of rocks. A lot, yeah. And very different. Very different. Very different in color, shape, texture. Oh, there were ones that looked like a tooth. There were ones that were looked yeah. like an egg. It was, it was crazy. Now, I have also had one in my heart that I've been thinking about. It was a pink dazzler, just a little pink dazzler. And wow. I, and, but here's what I did. I talked myself out of liking it because I went, but that's not bold enough. Mm. And isn't that me in a way? Oh my God, that makes so much sense. This because, is what rock yeah. talk fucking does, dude. People are like, why are you fucking picking rocks? And all of a sudden they're like, that's me <laughs> on the table. I'm the rock. Like, yeah, man. Oh my God. It makes, wow. Rock talk. <laughs> like rock talk, dude. This is huge. Because I'm always denying the softer feminine, like, oh, just just embrace that side of you. I wonder if there was a part of you deep down that was like, well, like, like somehow because you picked the same one as Tom. Yeah. So then my husband chose the exact same rock. Yeah. And you were like, boom, rock talk. Like that was you guys are (laughs) made to be married. Yeah. That's I mean, that's pretty. And I gave you guys were on the rocks before that (laughs) and now after rock talk you guys decided you're gonna keep you're gonna keep going you're gonna stay together forever i think (laughs) we weren't on the rock we weren't on the rock but um but just how wild that he looked at the same picture and he was like yeah that one and it was like boom i'm like oh that's why we're married and you guys were the only two out of everyone who did rock talk to pick that rock is that right is that right yeah wow rock talk is crazy I'll send it. I'll send the Dov a picture of the rock so you could put it up on the pod. It's it's you know, I can't have people not get you know they need to see. I love it so much. It's so silly. Can it's, I just say? Yeah. I, I just want to say why I'm really bad at show business. Yeah. And it's like I'm never late for shit ever. When we did YMH, I showed up five minutes late because there was oh like a, a car crashes, helicopters, and all this shit. I'm like, fuck. And then. For this one, I got out of my Uber and got in a fight with the guy and got in a different <laughs> Uber. So I was just I was just five minutes late. But Josh Potter podcast, 
10 minutes early. Wow. That's why I'm just not meant for show business. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't catch the show business groove, you know? You're saying that. Are you saying that because Josh Potter is like a lesser ce- celebrity? I mean, you like call him the, the cockroach. You're yeah. a mommy and he's a cockroach. Yeah, I'm not saying it. You say it. <laughs> I'm a fan. You say it. I repeat it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. Yeah. You know what's funny is that what I love about you right now is that you flogged. Did you flog yourself or have panic as you were late? Did you uh, feel like no? Because oh, it was God. like like I've been here a bunch. Like I, I don't. Okay. The dog doesn't even have to come get me outside anymore. Like I know you knew. I know what's up. Yeah. So because it was you guys, I didn't feel too bad. But normally I do set myself into like a you know yeah. when I'm late, I just feel like such a piece of shit. Me too. Yeah. See, now this is why you and I get along so well. We have similar <laughs> psychological issues. Yeah. I too have a thing about being punctual. And if I am late, it sends me into a fucking panic, especially in LA. It's like traffic is always so horrible. And I always think I'll be like excommunicated or someone's gonna, did, was that a thing for you growing up? Were you were, did you get punished for being late? Oh, no way. Before I got sober, I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> like, my friends knew that, like, if I said nine o'clock dinner, it was like I would show up at like 9.45. <laughs> and I wouldn't even be like, oh, guys, sorry, I'm... <laughs> I'm late. I just thought like, I thought wh- I thought when you told somebody what time you were going to be somewhere, it was like a, about this time. An estimation. Yeah. yeah like, you know, that. hey, maybe, maybe I won't <laughs> even show up, you know? But now I'm very like, I'm somebody who always gets somewhere like 10 minutes early. Yeah. I want to make it, which if Cassim is listening to this, he'd be like, well, when I pick you up for the podcast, you're, you're not 10 minutes early, but tonight. you know. Well, also you're a late riser. So was yeah. this, was this hard for you to wake up and. Well, that's the thing is like, you guys hit me up. Nadav hit me up. He's like, hey, can you do uh, where my mom's at at 11 o'clock on Tuesday? And I'm like, yeah, no no problem. Like, I'll, I'll wake up at 8 a.m. Because I got to shit first. So it's like I got to always, always. I have to shit always. First. Yeah, because otherwise I'd be sitting here just like, yeah, you know, like all fucking <laughs> weird posture. And you'd be like, what's going on? And even if I didn't have to shit, I'd be like worried about shitting. So uh, he's like, can you do 11? And I'm like, yeah, of course. I'll wake up at 8 a.m. Like, you know, no problem, whatever. And like like six a.m. hurts. Eight a.m. is like you should oh. be able to do this, you piece of shit. You yeah. know. And then like nine ten is is whatever. So and then yesterday he hit me up. He's like, sorry for the last minute change. Can you do one p.m. And I was like, oh, <laughs> <sighs> fine, Nadav. You know. But you guys owe me one. <laughs> I I love when fucking shit gets pushed or like you know. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah, it's yeah. the best. It's pushed is the best. So yeah. now you mentioned this morning shit routine. Let's Must. go through it because. I am the yeah. same way. It's almost uh, Dr. Drew thinks an, an OCD with me. If I don't brown, the day does not begin for me. Yeah. Now I induce the brown by coffee drinking. First thing. First thing. You have the coffee maker in the bathroom, right? In the bathroom. I know. I know. You know all, it. Yeah. You know it, Rob. So, <laughs> we don't even have to talk for the rest of this pod. Yeah, we just, could just sit here and. <laughs> mm, mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I just drink like ninety ounces of water when I wake up and have to poop, what? and and that'll that'll get okay. I just I'll chug like three of these, and that's enough to induce a brown. Yeah, yeah, but also like you know, it's it's not like it's gonna induce it twelve hours early, but it'll if it's like you know, I was gonna if normally my brown time is like eleven and I need to push it to ten. Yeah, we just chug a bunch of water. Wow, your system is very streamlined. It sounds like I only eat once a day. 
That's right. Yeah. So I eat wow, one giant. Right. Yeah, I do that now meal. too. Like, you know how they have, I was thinking about this last night. You know how they, <laughs> you, know, you watch a podcast so you know when, I'm, when yeah. I, something hits me. Yeah, I love it. I love it. When, uh, you know how they have like charm school for people? Yeah, I I've been go. single for a long time. I yeah. think I'm going to need, I think I need like a bunch of wives to teach me. This could be the next, we, I... we might have to do a thing love this yeah because so basically right now what i do is <laughs> i wake up i shit i meditate i i drink a bunch of water then i work out and now my my latest routine has been i go to whole foods and i get a whole chicken and i Ooh. stand at my kitchen counter eating it like a hyena <laughs> Like literally just there's like bones <laughs> flying. Yeah. It's it's such my kitchen is such a mess afterwards. There's literally like bones over there, like a spine in the middle of like oh. on the stove and just and, and I because I'm so hungry because I only eat once a day that when I get when I open up that chicken, it's just like this animal. Fucking, and I'm like, if I started dating a girl, I can't do this. You, no, you'd have to find somebody that was tolerant. No, no, no. You, I don't care how tolerant somebody is. You can't do that on the first. You, you need to like. Oh my god! I know. I know. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, you it's need to be so fully disastrous. like. You, you have to be like tired of fucking someone where, before you can yeah, handle yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like you. So, I, I would need to. And I don't, I'm at the point where I wouldn't even know how to eat a meal in my apartment <laughs> with a girl and not look a little crazy. Like I have, would I eat my, I make a salad in a bowl that's like four times the size of my head. It's enormous. And like the fork, like my, oh, my elbow has to go in the bowl to get to the bottom with the fork. Cause it's so big. And then I have like a whole chicken. And I have like the four dishes that I use that are in the sink all the time. And I only wash them when I need them. Like, I know these things. I look at them. I go, you're going to have to, as I'm like halfway, when I get halfway through the chicken and I'm not starving anymore, I start going, this is sad. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm like this, this is not good what you're doing here. You know, when you're but, pushing past the fullness and now you're just eating to feel something. Yeah. But when I'm like, starving, yeah. I don't think it's sad at all. I'm, no. like, I'm fucking hungry. This is yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out, because I'm I'm having a lot of thoughts, like a lot of feelings yeah. and thoughts. That's what we do. We bring yeah. the topics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now it's because I know you and I were we're on this in intermittent fasting thing, so, which I've done my whole life. I hate that there's a name for it. Is now, that right? It's like, yeah, it's like when you live in New York City and all of a sudden they name your neighborhood something even smaller yeah, than it yeah, was. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't live in fucking Murray Hill. Like yeah. you made that up. Like a bunch of assholes made that up. Well, it's like NoHo in north oh, hollywood i'm like it's, it's the valley same. bro it's the fucking valley it just bothers me when like people who have been in new york for two years are calling someplace something and i'm like no i've lived here forever you're from kentucky it's not that <laughs> this isn't murray hill this is midtown like maybe you know like when i grew up it was like uptown downtown midtown west side east side yeah now it's like every four blocks like i remember i when i when i fucking back when i was dating i told this girl like oh meet me on like 33rd and whatever and she's like what is that hell's kitchen I was like, beep, like, and uh, and call. I just don't even forget it. <laughs> I can't Can I tell it. you, I love this personality type so much. Like, <laughs> fucking love it. I have a friend, Sarah Burns. She's from Long Island. And you remind me so much of her. Like that, I just love this personality type. Like the hardcore New Yorker, like you're fucking born and raised. Don't talk to me about what I know. My favorite New Yorker <laughs> is like, 
the older gay one who's he's now in his 60s and he's leathered up still and he's like back when i was a fag and he tells you these crazy stories about like leather bars yeah and he still smokes and he talks about gay people like oh <sighs> yeah <laughs> you know like he's like all oh, these gays now yeah i love you know? it okay back to this chicken thing and back to eating once a day all so now it. i'm thinking i'm just throwing it out here that the amount of calories you're shoving into your body in one meal could you possibly now make that into at least two meals so that that way just hear me out when you do date a lady yeah you can go to dinner and you could eat dinner i have a date right after this pot <gasps> what yeah i'm just here dropping bombs wow yeah I, I, which which listen somebody's gonna hear that and go this fucking asshole like handsome show business <laughs> you know that whole thing but i've only been on I've, this is only my second date in three years so I'm not this guy who's like, oh yeah, I fucking just, you know, after the pot, I got a date. And I've, I've only been on one other date in the last three years, but it just happened to be that like the girl lived like 40 minutes from me. And this was the 20 minute mark from both of us. But wait a minute. Are you going to eat in front of her because it's middle of the day? No, I won't. I won't. Don't do you dare. No, unless don't. I don't like her, then I'll be like, hey, you want to go grab something to eat? <laughs> and then I just don't have to worry about having to let her down. You know, she could just watch what I'm about to do. Because I've heard about this, how you eat. And I want to see it now. Like, I want I want to have you over and feed you. Because I know Jamie would have you on Sundays. And she was like, Rob goes hard. <laughs> well, because what happens is everybody sits down to eat. And then, like, you feel the vibe of people wanting to hang out with me while I'm still eating. Because they like feel that. bad or whatever. But then it gets to the point where... Jamie does all the dishes. They're back on the couch <laughs> watching like a movie and I'm like halfway done eating, you know? And then they're all like, are you still like, they look in the kitchen are you? and I'm like, yeah, like I'm, I'm in the combo, you know, like I'll throw little fucking tidbits of information in here and there, like little jokes from the fucking sidelines or whatever. But they're all like, and then what'll happen is they'll, they'll order like ice cream on like Postmates. The ice cream will show up and they'll be back in the kitchen eating their dessert and you're while still? I'm still just fucking eating dinner. Yeah, go listen, it's a wow. It's a process. But yeah, inter, so th they have made a name for it. Yeah. Right? Once a day fasting. eating. And I essentially do I do lunch as the biggie. I maybe a little mm. breakfast, couple hard-boiled eggs, nothing crazy, and then dinner, maybe a vegetable soup. Maybe. I try to keep it lean, you know. But but so you're saying that do you not like the feeling of eating dinner? Could you Well, here's here's what happens is when I eat, like, let's say I eat breakfast, I'm hungry all day. Mm. We're like, now I won't eat until 6 p.m. And then I just have to be hungry from, from then on. But I get so full that I'm not that hungry. But if I eat like a little breakfast and a little lunch and a little dinner, I'm fucking starving all day. That's and it's so true. It takes up all of my fucking bandwidth. Like, I, like, I just, people are trying to have a conversation with me and I'm like, I'm starving. Yeah. And then the other problem is like when people are on diets and shit and it's like, 11 o'clock at night and it's like oh i'm kind of hungry so i want to eat and then you think like well you know what tomorrow i'm gonna have those three hard-boiled eggs so let me not eat yeah. now and it's like i get so angry and fuck this but with me if i'm hungry at like 11 o'clock at night i'm like yo tomorrow i'm gonna murder that dead chicken <laughs> like i know there's just gonna be shit so i i don't feel so bad about like you're yeah. like you could wait until tomorrow because tomorrow just go nuts yeah and that's that's what i do and it works for me do you eat the skin uh, it depends. Yeah. 
Like I, I'm not like no no Don't, skin. Yeah, that's like the best part. Like yeah. I, I would eat just skin sandwiches if if they. It's just I know it's gnarly, but I I really like chicken skin. See, I think like crumpling up chicken skin and putting it on top of something like a oh, salad or so that shit, shit would be good i can't i don't know if i can get on board with the skin sandwich <laughs> <laughs> that just seems a little too crazy well i like zanku chicken have you had that one yeah, yet? yeah, yeah. i would eat the, a skin sandwich of just zanku i say it every time we get it here yeah they're like the peruvian oh i like, like oh, oh. that's the best there's this place in new york called pio pio wow like mm. when you put people onto that place it's just like it's the best chicken in the world mm. was it garlicky a little garlicky. They give you this like green sauce. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. Uh, yeah, anteicho or kakakito, whatever. The yeah, fucking, and you're like, yeah. what? How do you make that? With what? I don't have any. I've never had anything in my fridge that looks like that. It's magic. Yeah, those little Incas, they know or whatever they are. Yeah. Incas, Whoa, right? you might have to apologize to someone. <laughs> how dare you? I know yeah. so much to apologize for. Will you play this video? Um, what I sent you this morning's uh, Zoli. Yep. This is perfect time for you, Rob, to see this. Um, this is so fucking amazing. The pronouns E M R R S or Z Z M Z R S or really any neo pronouns that aren't Z her hers. I am a white transmasculine femme non-binary temporarily mostly able-bodied neurodivergent obsessive compulsive chronically ill culturally jewish unitarian universalist non-monogamous demi-low romantic gray demi bisexual survivor of acute and complex <laughs> trauma millennial and cat parent in mental health recovery. Yeah, we sum that up into one word. Annoying. <laughs> I've met girls like that too. Don't feel bad. You're not that unique. <laughs> Your words are just fucking crazy. Semi-gorophobic romantic. Like, what are you taught to get over it? Get just... over And what's a demi low parent? Uh, what was Demi Lovato? Demi Lovato. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Demi Lovato fan. And no one understands me. It's like, oh, it's just enough. Like, why are you so, why do you know so much about yourself? Yeah. You know I what know I what mean? mean? Like, oh, I feel this way. I need to look it up and get, it's like, shut up. <laughs> it's so painful. It really, oh, the craziest. I sent you something two days ago where it was this woman. Oh, it reminds me. Oh, so, so her much name, let's about. say her name is like, you know, Sharon. <laughs> and then now like people have been calling her Sharony with like an I at the end and said, she she made like a, she had a whole press conference or some shit to, to let everyone know her name is Sharon and the quote was I'm taking back what's mine. <laughs> it's like you've done nothing. You just did nothing. You're just are you mad at yourself for being quiet for fucking twenty years and letting people call you Sharony? Like deal with that yourself. You don't have to. I don't need it on Apple News when I open my phone that you've decided to like change. I was saying, like, if I was in Spain and everyone was like, hey, Roberto, Roberto. And one day, like, I stood up in front of, like, at the restaurant and I was like, it's Robert. You know, it's like, shut up. Dude, what the fuck? Like, you're just an asshole. I, know, I hate it. But but that part I know you're referring to, I think they also had to attach race to it. Oh, every, it's everything. It yeah. Ha it has to be like an underpinning of some social justice cause and you're so funny you go it's like people calling you christine could you imagine if you were so offended and i was like yeah it's sexist you need to call me christine ah. yeah like oh my god it's oh you do, and but and like that's the other thing right when people say like it's racist like i know the whole like kamala harris thing was a big deal like, but if you put a sh and they're like well people laugh and they, if you i'm irish if you put a sheet of irish names you ever see how fucking irish people spell owen <laughs> no 
Can you oh, look like that up? Gaelic or there's like a, there's like a number in it. Like they get fucking silly with it, and it's like, oh, I, I like I, I can't pronounce as Welsh. Oh yeah. right, but there's another one too where it's like E U G H, and then like I like if you yeah here E O G H A N. Yeah, what is that? It's E O Gahan. <laughs> Which is fucking bullshit. And by the way, like, this is not me being racist. This is you putting a bunch of, uh, I'm Irish, but if you put a bunch of letters together and I read it wrong and then I have an opinion about it, like, I don't, here's the deal. There's so much fucking, like, disgusting racism that goes on. Why are we trying to find, like, more New, newer things cool, that have yeah. nothing to do with <laughs> it and be like, you're like what what are you talking about like uh, yogan's parents just spell his name like a fucking douche like i don't know why it just has to it's just so it's so crazy and also these crusaders i mean it's like okay well we we all we no longer say this word now okay great how did that change a fucking thing really really in in the day-to-day lives of people like did that really uh now that we no longer say what was her name? Shaluli or instead of Shanani? I don't fucking know. Yeah, um, it's like this one. And then you know what's going to happen like six months from now when she like, when everyone's just like, oh yeah, okay, Sharon. Like then all of a sudden uh-oh. there's going to be, there's going to need to be something else. Like, yeah. well, they, they, I said Sharon, but on my Starbucks cup, they wrote <laughs> Sharony and I think it's because they knew who I was. And they, it's like, no, you don't care no that much. No one cares about you. Yeah, it's like, st- stop. What are you doing? Like, I just no think. No one cares. We need, and I hate like, you would think that this was going to be it, the fucking pandemic, but it, it wasn't of a thing of like, we need people how like in fucking back in the day, people had to worry like, is a, is a fucking panther going to come bite me in my neck while I'm sleeping? <laughs> like when you're thinking about that, you're not like, I'm also a Shia LaBeouf fan. What did that girl say she was? <laughs> a fucking. I know. What did she say? Well, she here's the thing. I, I agree with you that I thought that when survival, demi yeah, I'm a demi, I'm a demi lovato. <laughs> I thought too that when survival, day to day survival, became more of an issue, it would put these people in the uh, uh, and, and and went the opposite. It yeah. actually kicked it into high gear. And there is a level of entitlement. It's funny, like with this pronoun stuff, these teenagers. Um, they're essentially just teenagers looking for identity markers. It's what I was. I was a goth or I'm goth, I'm punk, I'm this and that. But instead of just being like, I'm goth and punk and go fuck yourself. It's no, no, no. If you don't like what I'm doing, I'm going to cancel you. I'm going to fucking ruin your life. It's like, whoa, what kind of entitlement is that? Like I get, yeah, dude, whatever. We'll call you whatever you want, but like, don't force it. Don't make other people have to adhere. Otherwise, you know, their lives are over. It's wild. Well, it's like a, you're uncomfortable. So now you're making me uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. How does that, I thought we're trying to make everyone comfortable. (sighs) Like, doesn't that, it's just fucking, it's fucking nuts. All right. Let's get into some serious business though. Now that we're going to solve all of world's problems. Um, First of all, Rob Eiler invented Pajitsky effect. He coined the term Pajitsky (laughs) effect. You are a great namer of things. Yes. Push, pushback tour. Pushback tour. Came up with that one, too, for my uh, 2021. You're very good with naming. You have to help me name my special now. Um, <clears throat> but, okay. So you coined that phrase. But first, before we get into those, because I like closing on Pajitsky effects, um, let's talk about growing up on television. Because, I, you know, we got to tie in mom and childhood stuff somewhere. Um, AJ. AJ. 
fucking AJ. I have to admit something to you that AJ, when he was 15 and suicidal, I wanted to fucking kick his ass sometimes. Some of those episodes where he was super whiny and stuff, I was like, just fucking kill yourself, AJ. And I feel I, I feel bad saying that to you now that I know you and I know you're the character and you're not the real person. Oh, we think the same. I agree with you. I felt you the felt exact same way. You felt annoyed too, AJ? Yeah. There, David Chase, there was a Gus Soprano's book and David Chase said like his favorite line was I said something like, like, oh, what do you feel about your character? And I was like, I wanted to slap him, like, all the time. <laughs> Is know? that right? And you're just like, yeah, it's just like, uh, you know. It, it's hard to remember now because it was, like, 15 years ago. But I remember that feeling of being like, what is this fucking guy? I, so there was a time <laughs> where uh, this guy, the guy, one of the writers of Sopranos, uh, he... Terry Winter, we we had him on, and he um he created like Boardwalk Empire, awesome guy. He wrote like Wolf of Wall Street, such a great dude, so funny, everything. But there was a scene where I was supposed to be, basically like suicidal. Yeah. And he came in to like right before we shot the scene, he came in and like I'm sitting on the bed, and he sat on the bed to talk to me about, it. and he goes, you know when like uh, you know, you just don't understand why things are so bad that like you don't understand why you're on the planet, like why are we here? Why? And as he's like he's just talking about that and Julian when we stopped talking I go Terry I'm I'm 22 years old <laughs> I grew up broke as fuck I'm on the number one tv show and <laughs> girls want to fuck me I was like I, no I don't know what the hell you're talking about yeah. <laughs> you know? I was like I don't sit on the edge of my bed crying wondering why we're all here I know why we're here this is fucking <laughs> dope dude like, you know, like I was 22. I was like, this is all dope. Like, what yeah. are you talking? Like, my friends are waiting at my place right now with a pound of weed for me. Yeah. Like, life is fucking, this is the shit. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? And then, like, he was like, oh, <laughs> you know, I didn't say all that at the time. But, yeah, he was like, oh, like, oh, okay, yeah. So, it was, you know, there were times where you were just like, I don't know what the fuck this guy's whining about. And then you get older, you know, and you go through fucking shitty times or whatever. And you, yeah realize things yeah but as a kid i was like well, i was like oh this guy's just a bitch like that you know? part where yeah when aj did become a whiny teenager i was like god now i know why people hate teenagers so much because he was such a little fucking when, when you tied the rock around and that was <laughs> gnarly hey, rock talk maybe that rock was your favorite rock <laughs> bringing it back full circle i never forget that was oh gosh poor aj okay but anyway i wanted to talk to you about growing up working essentially like not only that working a very public job so how old are you when you start working as an actor? So I was six years old walking down the street with my dad and uh, my manager, who's still my manager today, 30 years, who's like the fucking greatest guy. Like one of the, he's one of the reasons I think I'm still alive, you know, <laughs> like him, David Chase. There's a couple of people where I'm like, I'd probably be dead. Um, but he uh, saw me walking down the street with my dad and he told my dad like, hey, your son should... They didn't know I was going to be fucking five foot seven, but they said like, oh, you should be a model or a fucking actor or whatever. And then, uh, yeah, when I stopped growing, they were like, let's let's stay with the actor <laughs> thing. Uh, well, you're so. very photogenic. I mean, the camera loves your face. Yeah, you guys have no idea what she's seeing right now. No, in person. I mean, I look at because I, I look like Bert in I'm person. Like, Jesus, <laughs> but you know, some people have it where you're like, oh, like the way that your face is shaped or the, sure. the shape of your nose. The camera just likes that, loves <laughs> that. That's great. You're lucky. Shit. Yeah. So six years old, and six what's your first old. gig? And how do you do? You even know what you're doing at six years old? Kind of like I was always kind of like the. You know, it goes back to like childhood stuff, but sometimes when like 
uh, you know, in therapy, you hear like, you know, sometimes when people are like sad around you, you want to make them laugh and yeah. like be this kind of fucking like a, you have this like, it seems like this like entertainer bug about you because you're trying to be like, hey, let's not, let's not all be so, <laughs> you know, let's not, let's not be doom and gloom over here. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I, I started like, th there was a feeling of like, I remember there were like, you know, me doing uh, like singing songs in the living room of like, you know, um, uh, one of the first auditions I went on was for Toys R Us. And this is to give you a sense of like what my mom was dealing with. But I, I, I was Toys R Us. And all we had to do was go and like sing the song and they like oh, I went do it and they're like hey okay you we're gonna do a callback it's down to you and like three other kids but we we like you if, if you just nail this callback uh you you got the role so i'm like okay we go i don't know if i'm six or seven or whatever and they go okay we just want you to sing like i don't want to grow yeah. up so they said that they were like and action and i turned around to the camera and i went hey little sister what have you done <laughs> And they were like, uh, and like the whole place, like, you know, they were laughing and they were like, oh my God, that's so cute. And like, so funny. You're so quirky. And like, whatever, like what seven year old is going to sing, you know, Billy Idol or whatever. And then they're like, that's okay. Amazing. And like, now do the Toys R Us. And I was like, hey, little sister <laughs> shotgun. It's a, not, and I just like wouldn't stop singing the fucking White Wedding. And they were like, we want to give him the role. Yeah. But he, you're a Toys R Us, like national commercial. Just please sing the song. And I wouldn't do it. Oh. Yeah, so again, it goes back to like the Josh Potter showing up 10 minutes early for Josh Potter and five minutes late for YMH. It's like, I just, just when you think I'm gonna... Yeah. The sabotage <laughs> always has to be sabotaging. Oh, yeah, even at seven, I was sabotaging myself. Knew it. Yeah. God, that's so funny. And and so who took you? That Your father was there and was he No, like... so my dad was not around mostly. My mom was, so she was always taking me and like my grandma, like there was a weird, I kind of grew up in like a... My in the beginning, like I think my mom and dad tried to work it out, but they were like eighteen years old, yeah. living in New York City. Like I look back now to when I was eighteen, I'm like, how did they even? It's insane. I I just turned thirty six, and I'm like, I might be able to watch a kid for a weekend. I know. And they and they like full. It was. It's just crazy. They had so, you at eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. That's they're teenagers. Crazy. Think and about especially who you like eighteen. Just in New York City, it's like you 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 think you're an adult, but you're not. Like I, I see like these. When I lived upstate for a little bit with my dad, another fucking thing, but uh, I saw like upstate kids and I'm like, oh, this is a whole different world because it was like these kids wanted to go to the movies and they'd be like, mom, can you take me and Josh to the movie? And like their parents knew their whole world <laughs> yeah. and they were involved. My like my mom knew like two or three of my friends who would come over. Like they didn't know 99% of the shit that was going on. So like. I just can't imagine. And it was, so it was like a one bedroom apartment. And it was like my grandmother, my grandfather. And then it was like, my mom was there. They were watching me there. Then my, and there was like no door to the one bedroom. It was all fucking, we were oh, so like so broke. And like my, my uncles would be in and out. My great grandmother would just be at the window, like all day smoking cigarettes. <laughs> and she had, you know, in a cartoon when somebody hits you on the head and that lump shows yeah. up, she had one of those lumps on her head well, that what? I've never seen since. I don't know, but she always wore like a babushka to like cover. Th and then sometimes you'd see it and be like, yo, you see fucking Nanny's lump? And it was crazy. Like it was always like, oh my God, it looks just like it did in the cartoon. Well, what was it, a tumor? I, I just, I don't know. I think one day she was being bad and somebody was like, bop. <laughs> <laughs> it gave her a little bonk. And she just she had this like 
thing on her head and she always wore something to cover it like one of those like you know like you know right. like people wear to play tennis like the yeah, workout yeah, yeah, she, yeah. she would wear it like around her head like this and like, it was like you think she went to the doctor ever or was it completely just just cover it up it'll go away yeah i don't i know my grandfather never went to the no. fucking doctor ever it's weakness like, you yeah. pussy he had a hernia for like 17 years <laughs> and it was like popping out he would have to like stand up at dinner and pop it back in in front of uh, while people are like cutting up chicken parm uh, and it was just like yeah that's part of the fucking that's pop uh, uh, this my favorite story about my grandfather is we were at thanksgiving dinner First of all, just walking into the restaurant, my grandfather. So I, I, my friends have a restaurant downtown that I was like a, a part owner of, and they go. Um, it was it was attached to a nightclub, so it was all like beautiful girls all the time. Perfect. So we walk into the restaurant, and there's two like uh, hostesses at the stand. If that's is that all right to say these days? <laughs> I don't know. How dare you? Yeah. The, what what the, would you call it? Restaurant front yeah. person worker? Them they? Yeah. <laughs> and we walk up and my grandfather looks at me and he looks at them and he goes, these two aren't as pretty as the girls down at the last restaurant you took me to. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, and the worst part was they were kind of pretty. And I was like, you just had an 80 year old dude. <laughs> Just fucking rip you like he just ruined Thanksgiving. Yeah, ruin your you might be day. okay by Christmas. Like I don't Fuck. even. And I was like, oh, I was like, I'm so sorry. He's old. And then they were like, oh, it's okay. So they walk us to the table. <sighs> when dessert uh, comes, you know how they bring the the sugar packets on the table yeah. for like your coffee or whatever. <laughs> so we just had Thanksgiving dinner. My grandfather takes the sugar in the raw, the brown one, and he folds it up <laughs> and he starts picking his teeth <laughs> with it while like ever. And this is like normal for pop, right? I'm like, yeah, whatever. Picking his teeth, he finally is done, and there's like you know turkey grizzle on the fucking everything, and he puts it back. No, with the rest of the sugar. No, bro. And I'm like, pop. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, somebody else. He's like, ah, fuck him. Like my grandfather was wild. My my sister my sister wild. called my grandfather wild. using hand soap as toothpaste. And when she said she said, what are you doing? And he looked at her and said, it's all the same. <laughs> Like he, my grandfather was. I love it. Nuts. He's was my he favorite. foreign or is American born? Uh, no, I'm pretty sure he was born here. But like my grandfather's stories, like I remember, I took my grandfather to California for like the Emmys, and he was like, "Oh, I've I've been to California before." <laughs> and he, first of all, he shows up on the fucking plane with two key food bags, like like shopping bag for like Rite Aid with his fucking underwear in it, and he's like, <gasps> "Well, if a plane ever goes down, you want to make sure you have clean drawers." I'm like, "What are you fucking talking about?" Then the fucking Same person. the maid at the hotel threw away his underwear because it was in a garbage bag, basically, and he claimed that she <laughs> stole it. He's like, I know she stole my fucking... Un I'm like, Pop, you have, like, Fruit of the Loom stained old underwear they're, they're in a key food bag. Like, people are stealing. It's always someone stealing always. Your, your bullshit. Dude. Yeah, so like, I told my grandpa, I'm like, I take him to California, whatever, and we're, like, here for three days, and he goes, where are the casinos? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, last time I was here... There were casinos and it was like a big deal. He thought California was Vegas. Oh. Like he just didn't know the difference And like his whole life. So like even if my grandfather told me who he was born, I wouldn't even take it. <laughs> I wouldn't take his word for it. Yeah. That yeah. generation was just so fucked. Like you at least. Okay. So, you know, mine were in Hungary, my grandparents. And then there's World War One, World War Two, communism. Like they just got hammered back to back to back <laughs> with hardship. And even in the United States, right? The Depression era, you're growing up with that. 
And then, so what kind of life? I mean, there was no such thing as psychology. There was no such thing as treating children like children. So he was probably raised like a tiny adult. Yeah, and so much and hardship. Then, That's why he's like, I'm uh, he him. <laughs> I mean, call me he him. It's like, no, he was fucking exhausted. This guy had everything taken from him so many times, right. I'm sure, and would just be so excited uh, to have a job. Wait, point of personal for, privilege. Yeah. Could you not make noise during the meeting? Yeah, it's absurd. Uh, the audacity that the world should conform to what you think it should be is fucking unreal. But anyway, so it sounds like, I mean, now that I'm getting a nicer picture of Rob's <laughs> early childhood i mean because at first i'm thinking gosh it must be really hard to be working as a child and now i'm like the sopranos was the best thing to happen to you because who knows what really would have happened to you had you been left to that that life that you were set up to have right when you go to the local school you hang out with some knuckleheads you smoke some dope at least you were doing that on the weekends and now you had this great day job essentially and I mean, I don't know. You tell me. So what's the what's crazy? Being famous at so how old are you when you start to work on Sopranos? Uh, twelve. But fucking like, nuts. And that's the thing is a lot of people when I talk about being sober and how much I fucking partied. Like my level of partying was, you know, it was cra- like I went to Vegas for two weeks one time. I came home a year and a half later, <laughs> and I just had like a, a my bag. Like like the bag that I went for two weeks with, and it was like a year and a half later, and See, I remember like I, I had to, I had to go home. Yeah, I can't I can't even picture you as this person because I've only known you this way, and yeah, I hear so, you tell stories on pajama pants, and I'm like, what, dude? Yeah. So people what, so people dude? always think like, oh, Sopranos made you this crazy like party drug guy, and it's like no, no. The, the my friends who I took to the Sopranos premiere, out of all of them, four of them are dead already, and this wow. is you know. I mean, 14 years ago, they were all my age. And it's just, that's what, that was, that was my group of people, you know, like that. This is from the neighborhood you're saying. This is like, these are guys you would have been with anyways. Yeah, that's how I never met any of them in any sort of show business way. It was all like neighborhood guys. We'd be in the park until 3 a.m., 4 a.m. Like cops come chase you out and you go somewhere else. And it was just like smoke weed, drink, do whatever yeah it's wild yeah and it was just like you know my friends would and that was crazy too is like my i would sleep all day because we would get like a year off of sopranos my friends would be at school all day at three o'clock i would go meet them and it was like oh now they'd be done with their day and they'd start drinking and smoking and this and i would just be getting up like all right like you know we're fucking yeah we're hanging out we're drinking we're smoking we're in the park and so wait hold on so were you did you have school on set so i kind of like up until i was maybe they tried to do school on set and it was a joke i was like dude please like it's crazy <laughs> what uh, you, it's like whether well, some tutor would come and like they kind yeah, of just like tries to go over stuff and i'm like i'm not even doing that in school like why are we doing yeah. it here like i'm like I, I don't know like let's hang like look around like you yeah. know i'm like i'm, yeah. I'm not gonna need this shit. Yeah, <laughs> like I, mean, gonna... I might but I, I, even if i do i'm not gonna use like i just you're not going to law school like you're, you're yeah right i'm not yeah. gonna be a fucking Doctor. lawyer so it's, it's like let's happen. and she's like you know trying to prep me for the sats and i'm like i don't fuck yeah. i do i showed up to the sats so fucking hungover <laughs> and feeling like shit that I was just like, I just like filled out the bubbles and I was like, I don't yeah. even fucking know well, why I'm here. It's like that Lori Laughlin's daughter with, with Jade. And, and I forget her name. Yeah, yeah Jade. And I follow her on Instagram and I'm like, this girl has everything she needs. She does not need to be in college. She's already no, making no. millions of dollars and she's figured it out. 
Yeah. It, it took me years to unlearn what I learned in, in school in many ways. Yeah. Uh, but okay. So anyway, so you're right there and, and you fuck the SAT. And so you start working at 12, like you're, wor- and this is like puberty. Well, I started working at six, two. but uh, Sopranos six. was 12, but I was doing like AT&T commercials, IBM, Pizza Hut. Like I got a lot of. Dang, those are, and back in the day, did you, you made some scratch, right? Uh, Yeah, it was, it was all right. But it's also like, listen, I'm not trying to fucking complain, but just once you pay like, you know, your t- taxes. And then I yeah. had a manager and an agent, so they got 25%. Yeah, and then yeah. my fucking taxes was like 50%. And then by the time, like, you know, it wasn't like. I was making a killing. Like, obviously, Sopranos, I did very well. Yeah. yeah. But those those commercials weren't, uh, like, anything great. Because then you're you're spending some of that money on certain things. But, but, like, my mom was really, like, my mom handled my money very well and knew yeah. of, like, that we're not. Because I think she knew how the family was. Where it was, like, <laughs> once we took dime one, then the family would be like, hey, you know, we have this piano in storage. And then you're like, what? Like, yeah, we need Robert's money to fucking keep it. Th-. Like, I, I just, she knew it would happen. So she was just like, nope, we're not touching his money. Great. Which was, which was great. Yeah. And that's really lucky because most kids in showbiz don't have that. Usually yeah. the parent is, you know, taking advantage and whatever, your momager, your Lindsay Lohan momager thing. So like. But they, they did have something called like the Coogan Law, I think yes, it was. Yes, I've heard that. Where it's like, you're only allowed to touch a certain amount, which, which would be like a fee if you were the manager of your kid. I heard that on your podcast. I forgot anyway, you had some other child actor. Yeah, Chris Marquette, yeah. who has a podcast about, yeah. it's called the Coogan Chronicles, and it's about child actors and, and all the shit around it. And he had me on, and I was like, I can't talk about any of this, dude, because I <laughs> I don't know anything about acting and, like, child act. I just, like, showed up to Sopranos and hung out. Like, you know, it was, like, a bunch of fucking guys from Jersey and New York, and we were all, like, it was... Like, you would... So we would go to L.A. for, like, the Emmys and shit, and you'd be like oh, look, there's Matt LeBlanc. And like, then five minutes later, you'd be like, there's Jennifer Aniston. Or there's the, <laughs> and like, anytime we were anywhere, it would be like, oh yeah, there's The Sopranos. Like every single one of us, there would be like four tables for HBO and we'd move all the fucking chairs, pull the tables into one corner, order drinks, and we'd sit there for fucking six hours laughing, hanging out. Like we, it was wild. There was zero LA bullshit. Nobody had a fucking... My camper, like, like I remember when I, because I was always crazy about taking shits, and like James would be like, "Yeah, go shit in my camper." Like this place is like you don't want to shit, and it He's was a just good guy. It sounded like he was a good guy. Yeah, oh, he was the best. <laughs> yeah, but like everyone, there was just there was nobody. And here's what I think, right? It's like if you acted like an asshole on set or anything, David Chase could just kill you off. Like if oh, you if you tried being right. like, "Hey, I want a fucking bigger camper," it's like Paulie Walnuts put two in the back of your head, <laughs> right? And you're just fuck. Oh, you're off the show, and like. You know, that, that, that could happen. So everybody would show up like, hi, like, no, the fucking, yeah, no, uh, yeah, on this side of the street is fine. Like, I'll sit there all day, you know, like nobody oh wanted to. It's really like the mob. Yeah. You're, you're afraid you're going to get whacked every week. Yeah. There were people That's who, wild. there were people who, when they got the script would just fan through to make sure they didn't die. <laughs> Legit. Yeah. Like I didn't worry about it cause I was the kid and I was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to get killed. But no, there were characters who all the time were like at the end of every season were like, thank you for not. <laughs> like to the writers like thank you for keeping me alive yeah i was upset when christopher not spoiler alert if you haven't seen the whole series yet i mean that's bad on you dude it's been years but when, yeah. when christopher happened i was devastated i really liked his character and yeah. uh and the girlfriend what yeah drea david yeah. taylor is the fucking um, best christopher and christopher almost sits on the dog and kill, oh it's the best when they're She's, all whacked out on drugs i love it they're all just so and like 
you know, like I, I've had people uh, on The Sopranos, like Michael Imperioli or Dominic, or these guys say like, you know, we're like family. And I'm like, no, it's better. Because mm. I'm like, you're like my family, but you don't like, there's not none of the bad shit, you know? It's, yeah, I have to tell you, because I've known you now for a minute and I've known people that were whatever. I, I think that you're, I think you are pretty fucking okay. I have to say, I don't, I feel like the people, the Sopranos, was it was inherently good for you? I, like I don't sense that you came sure. out of it like secretly fucked up, like fucked up things, bad things happen. I don't get that from you. And but, and your relationship with Jamie is like it's so adorable. Best. And oh, yeah. yeah, you got like a BFF out of it, and it sounds like it was pretty great. Yeah, it's like I said, I'm not sure what you'd be doing um, otherwise. So yeah. maybe this was the best thing for you. Yeah, it was. It was for. Sh- it was for sure. Yeah, it was a great thing like i just it's it's all great but it's because like okay so soprano stopped when i was 22 and i told my manager like hey i'll, I'll give me a couple months i'll call you when we're, it, that was fucking 14 years That's ago such a great run like i just don't but oh, i'm saying like i i was god. never the guy there were times we'd get a year off and everybody would be like oh my god what are we gonna and jamie lynn or everybody would be like i'm gonna do a play or i want to do this and i want to i'd be like i'm going to hang out with my friends at the park <laughs> like I'll, I'll see you guys in a fucking year like we have a job in a year yeah. are you guys fucking yeah, nuts later. or like so i i was just never there was i was born and raised in manhattan there was nothing about me there was just like showbiz i never i i never fed off of like there would be times where like we'd be on stage and people would be clapping and i'd be like Ugh. Yeah, you know, it wasn't like that. So where some people do that, and it's like it feeds them, and and yeah. they're and the same thing with like red carpets and shit. It's like unless it was Sopranos or some shit, I would just walk right by, and my Ugh, friends would be like, "Yo, what are you doing? Worst. Like, why why don't you fucking get on here and talk to fucking extra on this?" I'm like, why do I want to fucking? Cares. Yeah, I think just... being outside of LA is what saved you and Jamie because you guys are so normal, and I it, it's definitely when you're in this LA bubble of celebrity weirdness and you're young and then there's well you partied in new york though hard too. Yeah. yeah but it was like my friends were like i think people's friends in la probably make them feel really cool about being famous Where like my most of my friends were like what the fuck are you doing like why mm. would why are you going to do that when we could feel like what do you mean you're going I remember like, we, won a, we yeah. won a SAG award and like that's the only like we won the Emmy and the fucking Golden Globe but the only one they give you personally as the actor is the SAG award so I had my own and it was in my apartment and my friend was like oh yeah Rob won the fucking saggy nut award so they <laughs> so all of my friends would always be like oh yeah your fucking saggy nut award like this so it was like they, they weren't like wow man like yeah. you won a SAG award do you think maybe <laughs> you, you want to win another award like they were like oh this fucking saggy nut you know, that's just how it was. So I never, it never like being famous or it never fed any part of me. Like yeah. I was more like, let's fucking party. Like, you, you know, but, like, so you were a party monster though. And yeah. man, hearing your stories on your guys' podcast, I cannot believe you're the same person. I, can, I, I don't feel like I am. I feel like it was a whole different fucking time. Like, yeah, I, I talk about this is like the most famous story because it's just like what, what that I tell that like what of where I was at. But the last time I partied was my 28th birthday and I took like 35 Molly. Oh my God. Yeah. So I had gotten to, so what happened was at, at 22, I stopped drinking and everything because I was doing Coke so much that I was like, I can't, I can't stop doing Coke if I keep drinking. So I stopped drinking for <laughs> nine months and I was like, hey, if I, if I start doing coke again, 
I'm, I'm, I'm never drinking again. Like, this is it. It's over. And then like, right as I started fucking drinking again, I just started doing Molly instead. <laughs> it was like so stupid, but like, so, you know, when I was like 23, I would start, even when I start, I was always like, go for it. So I would take like three or five, like right <laughs> oh in the God. beginning. So cut to, you know, five Jesus, years later, dude. it was my birthday and I took five Molly and we were chilling at my friend's place. And then like, Three hours later before we left for a concert, I took another five and then I took another five and put them in like um, a ginger ale bottle with tequila. And I was like, I'll sip on this during the concert if I if I feel like I'm going down at all or whatever. And we walk up to Madison Square Garden and some guy was like, security guy's like, hey. And I was just one of those drug moments where like everything hit me and it was like, oh no, like it's all over. Like I thought I was going to get arrested. I thought this guy, who knows like what hit you in that second. But the guy was like, you can't bring that in. And it was like my ginger ale thing. So I was like, all right. And I just fucking swigged it. Oh, dude. I was in Madison Square Garden thanking people for coming. Because it was my birthday. And I, and I was like in the fucking, and the music's going. And, and people were like next to us. And I was like, thanks for coming to the thing. Like I thought it was like my fucking birthday party at Madison Square Garden. I was on another <laughs> level. So, and then over the next like two oh days, I took another fucking God. 20. <laughs> Thank you guys. That is wild. You know yeah. how fucked up you have to be to. That oh, is so crazy. Dude. I was all yeah. It Who was, was playing? incredible. What band was that? Uh, so was, there was I. I wasn't like a house <laughs> music guy, but there was this one song from this band, Swedish House Mafia, and, and I was like, yeah, like I, I love that thing. So my friends were like, oh, for your birthday, like we'll go and take a bunch of fucking <laughs> yeah. Molly. And, and you thought like they're playing for you? The, the, you were oh, like, we hired this band for me. I was on just another planet. Like I, I was totally. I had sunglasses oh. on and like a scarf because I was so like. <laughs> tripping so hard that when we were leaving I was like wait I need sunglasses because I can't and then I was like I need a scarf too and I'm like all wrapped up I looked like fucking Audrey Hepburn or some Ugh, shit so, but, but <laughs> cause like I've done too much acid mm. at once and like there's a point where it's it's not it's not enjoyable did, did you ever get to the point when you're on drugs where like you're just I, I don't like this feeling. I loved every minute you of like it. it always oh, yeah. yeah but, but <laughs> I would hate like five <laughs> oh, shit alright like five days later I would be like throwing up black stuff what for like what? days what and, yeah what? huh why when I went to Vegas I went alone for two weeks and like I was looking alone. around alone yeah and I was like I was looking alone. around I was like these people seem like they know how to party like New York City is called the city that never sleeps. Yeah. And I was like, it's just not cutting it. You know, <laughs> like I was like, this isn't the, we need to step it up a level. And when I was in it's Vegas, wild. it was like, oh, at 1 p.m. on a Wednesday, you could be on Molly, like walking through a lobby somewhere and you're not the crazy guy. Yeah. Like, yeah you're that's just, so Vegas is the bottom of the fucking barrel. Yeah. So it I really I, is. I fucking I got I got a key Jeez. and I moved in. <laughs> you got a lease and a key. Yeah. I moved in and moved in. Why are you moving? You go moving. <laughs> that is so wild, man. So do you think, I mean, I'm trying to guess, like I'm trying to put it in perspective. Like you would have been that guy, I think, regardless. It just sounds like the wiring for drug stuff is in you, but probably having money and celebrity exacerbated it. No, like being able for to sure. walk. Could you walk into a nightclub at like whatever you're gonna 13. say yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and then they're like hey it's fucking aj from surprise oh shit boo you, you want like an eight ball you want this and that and you're a kid and they're like here's drugs here's alcohol yeah and then uh, so it was more like like 16 17 but once i got arrested 
and I had weed on me and everybody heard that, then they knew like that was the green light party. to be like, oh, <laughs> give this dude like this dude's not going to rat you out. Like he fucking, you know, I was He's on like the, I was on like the cover of the post and like handcuffs with fucking hand. Oh, it was yeah. so bad at the time. It was fucking brutal. But now you look back and you're like, it, and then again, like that was something that <laughs> I think helped me clean up my fucking act of like. Oh, there's there's part of this fucking insane world where like I'm gonna be responsible for everything around me too. Like like this, it, it was just a weird thing. But also like, listen, I'm not trying to compare my fucking story with anybody who did time, prison, jail, whatever the fuck. I was locked up for like I don't even know, 24 hours, 36 hours oh or some gosh. shit. And just that was enough for me to be like nope done drugs done no 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 no, done, no. Not, not even close i was just getting started with that but but just <laughs> right, like you're only 16 when you got arrested yeah but i was just like oh i gotta start hanging out with adults like like i need to move uh, this party into the fucking nightclub because when i got arrested gotcha. it was like at the you park the park yeah and your friends were there were cops because in someone threw a pot bag a bag of weed right oh, i did i thing. wish i threw the pot bag i left it in my pocket like a fucking oh, idiot right. but i just you know it, <gasps> it's like we would be hanging out at this park all the time and, and shit would always go down everywhere like you know it's like oh fucking two people got in a fight over here or this had like the fucking cops were over there this and they came in and they fucking whatever it's all it, it sucks and it was bullshit but it was yeah i realized like i was like oh i now have to find people who are like 22 23 have their now own that's apartment crazy but by the way at 16 to hang out with 22 year olds is bonkers like you should not even fucking be talking to 18 year olds at like dude i remember one time like the first time i got drunk at a goth club a 26 year old guy drove us there in his hearse and bought us two bottle bought me two bottles of night train i was 14 or 15 and i chugged him in his hearse and yeah. then vomited on the dance floor and then i was like yo that guy is 26 20 hanging out with like 14 15 year old girls like it's so fuck it's not it's not kosher so like but i guess your celebrity your fame overshadows people being like hey this guy's like 12 years old i mean you're 16 but yeah and also you when you grow up in new york city you do always seem older than you are that's true so like yeah. i would chill with you know when i was 16 hanging out with 22 year olds it wasn't like oh who's this kid now plus like you'd grown up here. working right you and also working. i was the guy who like i would get four 22 year olds and be like hey you want me to get you into this club like you know it was like i was <laughs> the guy who was like hey we're normally like they'd be sneaking in a 16 year old i was like Hey, fucking go put some, go put a proper outfit on. <clears throat> and do you think your mom uh, was like, I can't say, I can't rein him in. 16, he's out, he's on the streets, he's working. I mean, you were kind of an adult at a, such a young age. Well, I was hanging out in the exact same park that she was hanging out with my dad in. So I was like, what oh, is she going to wow. say? Like, it's like, not only was I doing exactly what she did, but I was also doing it better. <laughs> much better you heard no but yeah but yeah i had you know i i, I was making fucking money i had a fucking job i was like i i never showed up for work late fucking ever like i was yeah. always but it was then david chase had a thing where he'd be like hey listen we're taking the next nine months off and i would just Party. i would fucking crack a heineken when he said that and then like i would come out of the fucking rubble when he, when he was like all right time, here's the first script of the season and i would just go insane yeah i was just it was just how much can i party in this time and, and it never affected my work you know there were like my 21st birthday i showed up like you know to, i went to vegas i showed back up with like no voice and another time like i showed up late because we were on location drunk some like uh 
filming somewhere and I got drunk the night before, but it was like, I was in the background. Like, yeah, you know, it was, I was a big day. It was a wedding with like 200 people. And I was like, they don't even see me. I was like, fuck it. Let's, <laughs> you know, let's, let's have a little fun. <clears throat> no intense scenes with yeah. Edie Falco that day. You could, yeah. Yeah, I always, I was, I always kept work very like. If I had to work on like a Friday and it was my friend's birthday on Monday, they'd be like, "You coming to fucking Lot sixty one on Monday?" I'd be like, I can't do it because I know, like, I'll, I'll uh, just be fucking waking up on Friday. You know, it's like I, so I, I kept it very like, yeah, I would like eight days, sometimes seven days, whatever. I, I wouldn't party if I had to work. Wild. So how did you straighten your life out? So after that thirty five Molly, it just was a thing <laughs> where like, I, I had a birthday dinner the next week like it was i think it was six days or seven days after that and i remember being like in the back seat of a car like in the fucking fetal position like throwing up and i was like i can't eat nothing and i went to the doctor and the doctor was like when's the last time you had a fucking vegetable and i was like Mm. in like chicken fried rice they put peas in there (laughs) you know like sometimes and uh, that but like Otherwise, Ugh. and he's like, go, because I hadn't eaten in like five, six days. Like, I, I just couldn't, I couldn't keep anything down. I would, I would like eat something and throw it up immediately. It was just, it was fucking crazy. And he was like, go to this juice place and drink this green juice, which to me was, he was like saying like, go like kiss this guy, you know? <laughs> like I was like. So like, not into it. Yeah. Like I was like, oh yeah. Like, all right, sure, doc. Like, and he was like, trust me, like. If you want to feel better, like he's like, your body, and he started telling me all this shit. And I'm like, all right. So I went to this fucking juice place. He's like, get something easy with like apple and fucking, yeah. you know, whatever. And then, and I remember drinking that juice. I remember right where I was. And I was like, I feel like I'm high. Like I was like, th- my body, body was, was like, like, holy shit. Yeah. What is this? Right. Because everything before it was like, I ate chicken fingers, French fries, and barbecue sauce. It was like every single day, woke up, chicken fingers, French fries barbecue sauce like that was just my whole shit and i so that was it and then like you know a week later my friend's like you want you want to try yoga with me and again i'm like oh my god like am i really gonna do i went and did it and it was just so fucking like eye-opening to because i think a lot of the reason why i was partying so much and this is like i had things to deal with that i never had the tools to deal with and then seeing things like meditation or yoga or that and you start doing these things and you're like oh i'm like you're connecting with yourself instead of drinking and partying which is like distancing yourself from dissociating yourself. yeah getting yeah. out of your head it is a full-time job for me to maintain <laughs> like to feel feelings i have to check in with the therapist i gotta exercise every morning i gotta take my lexapro i gotta i gotta <laughs> it's uh you got to. and then there's it's, times it's still where you're like it's just the right thing to say just say it right now yeah like, you know and you're like well I hear what you're saying. Yeah. You know, and like you have to do these certain things where like I still I'm fucking terrible at it. But there's just and then there's other times where I go, hey, I know life would be easier if I could just be this way. And then I'm like, you're not that way. You yeah. Know? Like, don't don't be don't don't fucking give in. You fucking pussy. Yeah. Like, don't don't just say like there's times where I'm like, hey, you know, like I feel like I'm right. But if like if I just say I'm sorry here. Yeah. Like, and then there's certain people like if I thought I was right with Jamie Lynn. And just, I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Like, I can do it. But then there's just other people where I'm like, no. Like, you know, I can't, I, I refute. There's certain people where I go, F-, and that's why this is, take a full circle back to my wife boot camp. <laughs> this is going to be something we also have to work on, you know? Well, because now you're in the danger zone, okay? You're 36. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're getting to be a weird alone guy. So we yeah. got to get you out of wag territory and into dating. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're doing it already. You're out there, man. You're doing it. I just started. I'm on the apps. 
gonna have I a hot date after this. What are you hot gonna date. What are you gonna do on your hot date? We're just I, I'm going to meet her for at a juice place for I don't drink coffee. So I'm like, juice. hey, let's go, we'll go grab a juice and just Now why don't you drink coffee? Uh, because I turn into a fucking you freak, maniac. You freak out. Yeah. Like I used to, I could do a line of Coke, like half the size of this table. But if I drink <laughs> and be, and be fine, by the way. Yeah. But if I drink one fucking coffee, uh, my, it, it ruins wow. my whole. Now that is wild coming from somebody who took 35 Molly in one sitting. Like what, what will affect your body? Because if I took 35 Molly, I would be hospitalized out of my mind. Well, you have to build up the tolerance. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. You got to work. I could take you to my charm school. You got to (laughs) work. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, By the way, I'd like to thank you for Love Island, Australia. That was a huge find. And wow. Mm -hmm. I mean, what a bunch of dopes in bathing suits. And like all they do is exercise when they're not talking to each other. I just, I want to thank you. I just want to take a moment. It's so good. It is so good. How much have you watched? Uh, we're about halfway through. It's hard with the kids to really, oh, they're just so attractive and so dumb. Does Tom like it? Yeah. He's <laughs> so good. He's so emotionally invested in it. This was, and the first season, like this, how about when the guy was like, I sent you that clip. The guy goes, <laughs> I just want to make sure that the public watching this knows there's so much more to me than just being dumb. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was, I was like, yes, this is the greatest guy. I, I run yeah. to my bathroom to get my phone. I'm like, oh, Christina needs this clip. <laughs> I'm like, this is so fucking good. <laughs> There's well, so much more to me. What I like about them is they're not as self-aware as American uh, reality people. Like we've perfected reality television in this country so that when you apply for it, you know how to act. You know what the sound bites are. And they're sober, by the way, all day, yeah. which is crazy. They're drinking water and then they're all vulnerable and shit. It's really good. It's like pure. It's what it's what it was in the 90s, I feel like. Yeah, like Back you, you pure, said, you watched pure. that like 90s kid that, what's her? Oh, Soleil Moonfry. Yeah, you yeah. watched her thing. She's... And that's how it is. It's like, oh, you're not like, if I think about it, right? When, when I was 16, if I went on a date with a girl who checked herself out as much as a, girl, <laughs> a regular girl does now, I'd be like, you're, like, it's like these girls always have to be camera ready. It's like, this is a juice place, not a red carpet. I know. You know what I mean? It's just like, I remember back in the day, like, yeah, it's interesting. I remember yeah. girls not caring what they looked like all day oh no it was i'll tell you what but but the standard is different now that we're being looked where we are okay let's back it up <clears throat> during the pandemic one of people's biggest concerns was not being seen why should i dress up why should i shower why should i go out in a nice outfit if no one will see me so it's a huge thing to be seen and acknowledged and then couple that with instagram and now I must show the world what I look like. And then you must comment on my appearance, give me feedback. I mean, I don't know how the Kardashians live. I would be in the fucking fetal position crying every day. It's so much, it is, it is very narcissistic. And I think back, back before we were constantly surveilled and photographed and commented on, you were just a person. And you can even see that in that Soleil Moonfry documentary. The camera, it wasn't a regular fixture in people's lives. And you could just see people existing. And you not... said people had time to be bored. Bored. Yeah. Right. Where it's like. Bored. Yeah. It's Which just... the, human bi- the human mind needs. You need <laughs> to just sit there and be bored. Uh, but listen, <clears throat> Pajitsky effect. You coined that phrase. Yeah. Let's do a few. Do we? Oh, we have a lot to catch up on. And then you said you have one of your own too. For, and that's not just personal one. It's, I think it's almost the whole world. What? Are you serious? Hey, this is what I bring to the fucking table. I mean, 
Yeah. First of all, you know what I also uh, share with you, and I feel like I brought it up on this show, nobody really vibed with me, is our mutual hatred of this. Uh, anyone who does it, I'm like, you're dead. <laughs> dead to me. I, I want to blow it. your brains out, too. Uh, if I, mm, Which is interesting because of how much love I have for this. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Same, it's like same. that. I'm like, fuck yeah, I get yeah. it. And then someone does this, I'm like, no. <laughs> Wait, you did it. It's not this. It's you have to do the whole. Do it for me. Show me your hard hands, Rob. Show me. I refuse. <laughs> I, I, I fucking. Oh, it's the worst. It's the fuck. It's so <sighs> bad. It just to me, it's like the most. Is it unauthentic? Inauthentic. It's, yeah, it's insincere as fuck. In, yeah. It's like insincere. No, you don't. No, you it's don't. Like, and and that's the other thing is I'm a big like. <sighs> I don't like when somebody, but again, me and Jamie have this kind of argument where she's like, just love everyone and let yourself love. And then, but like when I meet someone, I'm like, I don't love you. Like I got a fucking, <laughs> I'm examining everything. I'm, I'm like Same. fucking uh, the Terminator where yeah. it's like, uh, 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 like, what do you have? And then once I find imperfections, I'm like, oh, I might love you. Like, you know, you have to find those things where it's like, uh, yeah. Judging. Yeah. Well, judging yeah. <laughs> has been so discouraged in our our current culture. You should never judge uh, wrong. I think you should be uh, highly, you should judge people and make sure they're worthy of your time. I think that, I'm not saying on like, you know, the deeper things. Just like you said, like I'm, I'm looking at you, I'm seeing is this guy dressed like a normal person. For instance, one time I went to see a therapist and this guy was so fucking fat, his big fat stomach hanging over his jeans. He had bad mom jeans on, faded blue, and then fucking white Velcro shoes. And I said to myself, this guy doesn't even know how to fucking dress himself. How is he going to teach me to think right and be right when he's all, he doesn't even know how to present himself to the world? So that's a judgment. And that's good. And I left him. I said, fuck him. Yeah. Because he wanted me to do like role playing things. And I'm like, I'm not an actor. Don't, don't yeah. make me do all let's, this Let's stuff. role play like you know how to tie a shoe. You yeah. fucking jerk Yeah, off. you fucking jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's play some voicemails for mom hacks. Oh, oh yeah. that wait, there's one yeah. other thing that we're, I mean, sorry, a uh, 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 effect. There's the other thing that the thing that me and Jamie argue about is like, or we just talk about that we're very different. Is like I I talked about like okay, so I went on this this first date in three years, and I'm like I'm sitting there and I'm like figuring out like do I like this person? Do I that? And Jamie's <laughs> jaw hit the floor. She's like, wow, she's like I've never thought like that. She's like, all I think about is she's sweet. Will this person like me? <gasps> Yeah, oh. this is what that was. That's what I did. I was like, "Oh my god, what planet are I you from? Her. How are we? How do we both have New York State IDs? Like, you should be. You're from somewhere else because I've never. Oh. I've. I would never sit down on a date and be yeah. like, uh, uh, is it? Wait, was that the salad fork? Like, I, I'd be like, no. you fucking idiots, put too many forks here. <laughs> like, I, I, I make it their problem, you know." Wait, isn't that a different personality? Oh, that's narcissism, right? Neuroticism is I'm I'm so bad, and then narcissists go, "You're the problem. You're out, out, out." Yeah, and so it's also like not being able to understand someone. I think like someone's point of view that's different from yours. Would be like, why would anyone want to do that? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like what do you what do it's you not, mean? It's not what I want. Why yeah, like do like that? if like see, I'm the thing where like I think it's weird that I eat one meal a day. <laughs> and people eat three meals a day. I'm like, yeah, I totally get it. I think like, uh, which I'm, I'm definitely a narcissist, but like the extreme narcissist is like, why is this idiot eating three meals a day? This is what you do. <laughs> you stand at your kitchen counter and tear apart a chicken at right. fucking seven o'clock alone every night and then feel like shit about it when you're done. And you put your underwear in garbage and bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you fly on a plane that way. Yeah, I think the, 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 the sentiment behind love everyone, I understand the, 
this 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 thing of like loving people's imperfections and like but that's only once you know them like i'm not sure right. i can love everyone blanket statement human race because the older i get the more i'm like garbage yeah 50 percent fucking garbage throw them off the fucking planet i don't know i the older i get i'm like Ugh. well that's right i'm going on this Lock date after up. this and i've gone one in three years and people are like why and i'm like well i'm a math guy Let's yeah. look, every other date I've gone on before that, you know how it ended? Well, look, I'm here going on another one, <laughs> right? And it's also like meeting new people. It's like people are like, I love meeting new people in this. Mm. I like 12 people. Yeah. I've met hundreds of thousands. Yeah. So it, it shows me I'm wasting my time <laughs> if I go around meeting people because the odds of me fucking liking one is like hitting the lotto. So I'm like, I'll just, I'll just fucking chill. But like, I don't need, like on these fucking dating apps, every girl is like, I want adventure. I'm like, no. Uh, I know. Who, I an know. adventure? What are you talking I about? Agree. Let's just, let's try and stay alive and watch Netflix and I eat agree. chicken. Oh my God. A hundred percent. Do you know the first date Tom asked me out on? He goes, we should go. He, he called me and he goes, hey, do you want to go hike Runyon Canyon? And I said, no. And he was like, thank God. Nah, gone, done. And then, but I turned him down because my thinking was, this guy wants a girl who's going to hike with him. I'm not that girl. I'm the mm -hmm. girl that you're going to smoke cigarettes at the bar with and we're going to have a great conversation. We're going to play some pool. Make fun of people. Make fun of people. Yeah. It's all up here for me. It's not external. So if you're not a... <laughs> And I and then I thought to myself, oh, that was really stupid. I really like Tom. I want to hang out with him. So then I go, hey, man, you want to go hang out at a bar and smoke cigarettes? That's what I do. And he's like, yeah, of course. I just thought I brought up the hiking thing because I thought that's what people did. And I was like, OK, good. Now we're on board with that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that should be on your dating profile. It's like, I don't have adventures. No, I, yeah. I don't want to fucking travel. <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah, I, I like doing the same shit every day. I like routines, consistency. I like stupid reality shows. Yeah. Tell the truth. Oh, I do. Yeah, I, I'm, not, I, I, I'm not into any of the shit that you want me to be into. But I have a feeling very few people are that forthcoming and honest that if they saw it, they'd be like, yeah, dude, I don't know. I don't know why I know. I'm not on fucking. Well, I think people have the fear of like, I'm missing out on something. I want to find a girl who's so fucking boring. <laughs> I really do. But she's like, I'd like her to be hot, but it's just boring as fuck. Like, like fun to be around, but isn't like, oh, when I was in Machu Picchu. What? Like, what is that? I hear all these fucking girls talk about Machu Picchu. Oh, it's spiritual. <laughs> what is so stupid? Uh, the, that, Machu can Picchu. I, can I tell you, Tom's been wanting me to do that Machu Picchu shit for 15 fucking years. I don't even know what it means. I would kill myself. <laughs> Rob, first of all, you have to take a fucking train to Cusco. Okay, that's that, first of all. I got to go to Peru. Now I'm the and then Lima. Now I'm gonna take a train to Cusco, and then you have to spend a day or two there acclimating because the altitude is so high that you vomit and get sick right away. And then someone gives you cocaine leaves to chew on. Well, now we're fight now <laughs> okay. Now we're talking a little what? bit. Okay. Yeah. And then after two days of vomiting on cocaine, then you can climb the fucking mountain and see some rocks that somebody put down. Th I mean. I would rather die. Well, I have a mug in my house. Good enough. It says Machu Picchu, the mug. Yeah. That's all I want. I, I, I've had people say to me like, oh, like, you know, 10 years ago or whatever, back in the day when it was like, you want to go to the Super Bowl? Like, we'll fly in Saturday. Oh, you go to the Super Bowl. God. You leave on Monday morning. I'm like, that sounds horrible. <laughs> I'm like, why would I want to leave my apartment to go be involved <laughs> in a bunch like with tra flying and the flying? When people say you want to fly somewhere for 48 hours, uh, no. Hey, no. I'll tell you right now, all my friends, <laughs> no. I don't know. There's nowhere where you could say, 
hey, you want to go here for 48? Unless it's like a time machine back to where I was like doing coke and banging chicks. If somehow I could do that and not feel guilty about it. Yeah, Perfect. let's go. I'll hop in the time machine for 48 hours of that. Otherwise, uh, Machu Picchu, like uh, a train to Lima. By the time I got to uh, Machu Picchu, I'd be hoping that they had guns there. So I could just blow my brains out. Like, sit on a train for, I could watch and that's what my friends used to say too when I would party a lot is like how come you never travel and go anywhere I'm like I could go to the bar on the corner and be wherever I want yeah I could just go get fucking wasted <laughs> and you're everywhere you're on the moon bro yeah you're fucking hanging out <laughs> like what's better than that well I want to go hang out after t after not uh, hanging out on a train and a plane and a this for uh, fucking I just want to hang out yeah same and that's why I, I think had, I should have gone I could have gone to New York in my 20s and I think been one of these people who's like a lifer. I, New York is the center of the universe. There's no reason to leave New York City. Like once you're that person who's embedded, you live there, you got your shit. It is clear. It is just that fantastic. Okay. Being let's do sober some in January and February is the reason to leave New York. I couldn't do it. Really? That's too cold? You're just, you spend all day tr hoping you could stay inside. Oh, and it's like, yeah. you can't leave your apartment and the snow. I, I, I can't do that. I won't do that. It's too Fuck much. Fuck weather. Yeah. I can't do I that. Can't, yeah, that's why. I'm, I would never leave New York if it never got cold. I think that's why ever. the Beastie Boys are bi-coastal. They come for uh, our sunshine. They go back. Okay, yeah. let's do some Pajitsky effects before Rob has his big hot date. <laughs> I can't wait. Pajitsky effect. Oh, it's a new sound thing. <laughs> I like the horns. It shows excitement. Funk Flex presents. Hey teens, this is Mommy Michaela. Um, I'm a dog mom and a cat mom from Dallas, Texas. Love the show. I just wanted to share my Pajitsky effect. I have started since listening to the show and hearing other people's effects, realizing that I do not have to wash every nasty cup, like those takeaway plastic cups or Tupperware container that gets a little too moldy. You know, like I have plenty of them and I complain about them taking up my space. So if one of them is gross from using it for bathing the dog or uh, outside gardening, I don't have to wash it and use it again. I can just throw it away and have one less in my house. Behind tight, keep sharing all those effects because they help me out a lot. This girl needs Machu Picchu. <laughs> Holy shit. This moldy fucking container is taking up my space. You didn't realize you could toss it in the garbage? Whew. You've never been, have you, but you've been that broke before. You're like, I can't throw away this Tupperware because it's Tupperware. I, it's moldy. Yeah, but I got to wash it and reuse it. It's Tupperware. What, listen, I'm either okay with the grossness or I'm not having it at all. I'm not going to like wash gross old stuff. Like that doesn't make oh, sense to me. Wow. I'd rather fully be like when I was fucked up, I lived like a hoarder. Like there was, my place <laughs> was, I have pictures of it. My place, you would. I want to see that. It would blow your fucking mind. Did you have pathways? That's how you know you're level yeah, five. Fully. I had, I had um, <laughs> uh, clothes like everywhere and then stuff. And then <sighs> and there was like the, and girls would come and have no idea what to do. And I'd be like, what are you stupid? The narcissist in me is like, <laughs> you can't figure out how to get to the couch in the bed. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Just don't step on that, 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 or that. Like, it's so fucking easy. Yeah, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. But I can't, but I would never, like, I wouldn't understand the point of having like, folded laundry in the corner like ah, it's like oh this like i'm being that. neat about it but it's still there's a mess that like i'm either all in or i'm like my shit is spotless oh wow yeah i don't i don't understand the like i'm uh, like you know keeping uh old tupperwares and washing the, that that to me seems crazy interesting yeah i'm a fan of um i just i i buy 
the glad tupperware from the grocery store like i'll put it in the cart and then that way i just throw it away after like one or two uses yeah i don't know i uh see I like one meal a day i'm no tupperware i don't oh, use tupperware so true anything i have left over i just put in a ziploc baggie and then i eat out of it like a feeding <laughs> bag the next day i just put it i just open it like this and i push my face into the fucking counter and it, and it comes you need the mouth. wife show yeah. how many wives do we <laughs> Because a wife would be like, babe, babe, you could put that food on a plate and I, we could I don't microwave. have plates. I have three bowls. Bowls? I'm, like a dog. Yeah. Buddy. I you have need three plates. Bowls. Uh, apparently you don't. <laughs> because I got none. Buddy, can I buy you plates for your next birthday? But here's the problem, right? If I'm moving to Austin, I'm not going to move the plates. Oh, my God. You're doing that math in your head, too. Yeah. Well, whenever like, I get No, I got to move the fucking plates. Yeah. I buy three bowls. Okay. I use them for a year. If I'm going to move, I toss them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You need a lady. I. That's you what I'm saying. Do. You do. You need a wife intervention. Oh, yeah. What's your... Do you have towels? Yeah, yeah. I'm good with that because I have OCD with stuff like that. So, like, my sheets are very good. My towels okay. are very good. Yeah. But I only have two towels, but they're always clean. They're always clean. Yeah, yeah. Would you have shower products? Do you have yeah, shampoo yeah. and soap? Two different oh, things? Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm not fucking Bert. Like, I'm not... Oh. You know what I mean? I'm not... Like, I, I take pride in, like... You look clean. Clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm clean. Do you I know, wear cologne. Did you know that he... Oh, wow. Did yeah. you know that he eats his boogers? Did you I, know I that? probably did, but, you know, it's like... yeah. Uh, he eats his boogers. Like, all the time? As an adult. Yeah. Or, like, on a plane or... <clears throat> I'm not sure. I think in his car. You know what? It's kind of like if, if uh, man, it's a real toss up, right? Like I, I have OCD, so I think it'd be so gross if like my friend is over and like picks a booger, rolls it up and throws it just in yeah. my apartment somewhere. Yeah. But if they ate it, they're, they're very <laughs> disgusting, but it's not in my apartment. Yo, you want to hear the craziest thing? So my friend, shout out to Patty, one of my best friends in the world, one of the nicest people I know, everything. Listen how crazy this is and how much, I don't know if it's because he loves me so much or this is what he does all the time. But he told me that when he's at my place and he would pick his nose, he would wipe his boogers on his sock. And I was like, why would you do that? And he was like, I wanted to take them with me. Oh, he loves you. Love you, Patty. Patty. What a sweet. That's such a nice. Such a nice. And he's like, I know how you are with like germs and all this shit. So I didn't want to be like throwing boogers. I'm like, you could just not pick your nose. But okay. (laughs) If you are taking them with you very nice that's very sweet yeah that's very really nice. sweet yeah so his wife cleaning his socks right now you're welcome he loves me more than he loves you. <laughs> oh let's do another voicemail because we yeah. have a few of those patty what a sweetheart hey mommy uh i have a uh a Pajitsky effect um something that i didn't realize until last year i'm 33 fucking years old uh is you can wash your shower curtain lining. Uh-uh. You don't just have to go buy a fucking new one. What? <laughs> you can just wash it in the uh, in the washer. What? And you don't even have to dry it. You just throw it right back on. Shut the fuck oh, up. I did not do that. that. No. Yeah, thanks. Love you guys. <laughs> I just throw it out because they're like three bucks. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm looking for the picture. I'm not some rude fucking on the phone podcast guy. I'm looking for the photo of my apartment for you. Please. Yeah. Wait, I didn't know that you throw it in the wa- Nadav, did you know that? I feel like you and I are on par with disgustingness. Uh, I don't think I've ever 
like lived in a place that? that had a shower curtain. So I've never dealt with shower curtains. Shower curtains doors. are so disgusting as are sliding doors in apartments. Cause mine, mine get moldy so fast. Damn. All right. Let me read this one while Rob is looking for his uh, picture of Yeah, his I think your quarter. face will be worth it. I love it. Fellow Eastern blocker here. I'm a 30 year old Russian mommy for the past three years. I've been driving a car without having a sun visor. <laughs> <laughs> So every morning slash evening when the sun was rising or setting, I would drive while holding one hand in front of my face <laughs> like a total schmuck to keep the sun out of my eyes. It took me over three years to think to myself, hey, you dumb broad, get yourself some fucking sunglasses, Natalia. Very good, Natalia. Oh, that's a good one. All right, let's do another voicemail too. Fuck, I really want to find this. Find one. it. I want to see your drug ways. Hey, Mommy, this is Mallory from Arkansas calling from Falcon Car Wash, and I have a Pajitsky effect. Um, last episode, episode 91, you mentioned not leaving brown streaks in the toilet bowl. Yep. Um, my mind was blown uh, when you said that is what the toilet brush was for. Uh, this entire time, I would grab a square of toilet paper flush and quickly would try to wipe it off before no. the toilet water rose back up. Oh. Uh, so to answer the million uh, dollar TikTok question, uh, <gasps> have you ever been retarded and nobody is telling you? Uh, yes, I do wonder that and uh, I'm pretty sure that I am now. So. Oh hey, my god. So for people who aren't understanding what she's saying, I, I mentioned a while back the toilet brushes can scrape the poop trail you know when you make a poop trail yeah and she's saying she waits for the the toilet to flush and that split second before the water comes back she would wipe but it's pouring down from the sides <laughs> that's oh man that's a real that's like some fucking tom cruise mission impossible shit she's got every time she goes to the bathroom what an added element did you find your picture yeah oh it says airdrop it I'll read this one in the meantime. Hey, mommy, I have a Pajitsky effect. I'm a 25-year-old he-him. When I go shopping for groceries and I'm buying milk, I can't seem to resist the milk with reduced price stickers. Not to be confused with sales. They are reduced because they are soon to be out of date and turn into sour cum. I buy the milk thinking that I'm saving money, but instead of saving 50% off the price, I end up using only half the milk before it turns to cum. He's <laughs> 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 being cheap, and it's just, you end up not drinking. Okay, I'm going to look. Ready? <gasps> <laughs> yeah. That was right. And by the way, just so you know, that thing in the corner to the left is a gigantic gym-sized treadmill that was in my one-bedroom apartment in Manhattan. And then, so I would sit in the corner where like, okay, so this is how crazy this is. I've never seen this like blown up. All the way in the in the left, you see there's like a, a pillow in the corner of the couch, right? Yes. That's for my arm. Then there's another <laughs> pillow with... There's a pillow with no pillowcase in between there because that's where the cushion split. But I like to sit in the middle. So I'd sit there. Then on the arm of the couch, it was it sounded like this when you tapped on it because I smoked so many cigarettes. And that's where the ashtray was. And I would ash there and all of the ash over the time oh. made it like because I would take like 12 Percocets and just fucking play online poker all day and then like wake up do it again wake up do it again and sometimes it was like i would notice by the food boxes like there would be like 
21 pizza boxes and I'd be like, oh, it's been 21 days since I've left here. Yeah, so this is what it was. And then, by the way, the craziest thing was all I had to do, I had like a service that would come and fucking do your laundry. All I had to do is put all that in a bag and give it to them. <laughs> and I just couldn't do it. And by the way, the lotion there isn't for jerking off. I don't even know what that's for. Those sneakers on the bottom were a gift my friend gave me for my 18th birthday. I got this apartment when I was 20, when I was 19. For some reason, I brought them and they were two sizes too big. But I just left them there for like seven years. <laughs> I don't understand any, it was, looking at this big is really bringing me back to the insanity. How old, how old are you here? What, what? So this is pro somewhere between 20, probably 21 and 28, but I have no idea. What. Oh my, are those paper towel rolls under the glass table? Yeah, very good. Yeah. Well, that's good. You and I remember it. one time there were these girls <laughs> in the hallway and we we heard them outside and me and three of my friends were like had been at like Ugh. came back to my apartment to do drugs after we were out and the girls i had all this like coke on a book and the girls came in and i genius i go let me put this hide it under here and i hid it under a see-through table <laughs> like so all these girls came walking in and just saw like a book on the floor covered in cocaine so i was like wild. hey you guys like to party <laughs> Just such a fucking asshole. This is so wild. Dude. I don't even know what that big red thing in the middle of the floor is. Yeah, what is that? I don't know. But the, the treadmill Blanket? was because I would fucking sit in here for 21 days straight. 21 get, days. Oh, yeah. And I would get fat. And sometimes I'd be like, you know what? I need to lose like five or 10 pounds. And I, would, I wouldn't let myself watch Shark Tank unless I was on the treadmill because that was my favorite show. I do love Shark Tank, too. Yeah. I've learned how to be a successful entrepreneur from watching Shark Tank. Big time. Yeah. This is wild. That is really crazy, dude. Yeah. Should I top it off with my Pajiski effect? Please. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so yesterday, I'm at fucking Whole Foods, and I go, uh, I was just in, like, I went to get, like, mouthwash or whatever, and my toothbrush that I have, like, the brush is probably, like, maybe even a little bit smaller than, like, the width of your pinky, like, that you brush your teeth with. So I'm looking at the toothbrushes, and they had one that was, like, like this big, like the size of like a 50 cent piece. Wait, as a toothbrush? As a toothbrush. And I'm like, that seems, but then I started thinking and I'm like, well, wouldn't that cut? The t I fucking brushed my teeth with it last night. It cuts the time by like 75% because what? instead of being like, okay, like tooth, 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 gum, 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 tooth, tooth, gum, gum, like doing that whole thing. You're just in there. It's like the toilet brush. Like you're just, you're, you're, <laughs> you're in your mouth. And, and like my whole mouth, I listen. I hate doing that kind of repetitive shit. Like yeah, brushing it's a my waste teeth. Of time. I hate Ugh. I hate shitting every day. I just I, I so don't look forward to it. So when I find something that cuts the time yep. by like I mean, it just gave me now like tonight I'm like, I'll go brush my teeth. I don't care. It'll probably last for a couple of months where I'm still yeah. excited about it. Yeah. But the brush is just huge. Well, why aren't they making all the toothbrushes like That's that? That's what I'm like. This is not a Pajiski effect for me. This is the universe. The world. Yeah. Like the what's world. going on people? But apparently they are making them. We're just stuck in our fucking. Our binary. Uh, yeah. brush, big brush. Yeah. Thinking. Yeah. Dude. Cause, but maybe, okay, but let me think this through. Maybe they're making them that size because people's mouths are small. Are they worried? But then we could go somewhere in, in the, there can be like, okay, are you, oh, do you use a two or a three or a four? But it's oh always been like, we all God. use a one. This is bananas, dude. Crazy. I was brushing my teeth this morning. I was like, I know something no one knows. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a fucking genie. Like how these things aren't selling like hotcakes. By the way, we should just make our own big toothbrush. 
Who's selling the big toothbrush? I know. That's what we should do. I we know. Should, we should put it on all these fucking podcasts. I know. And make it the ad for the podcast. Next thing you know, everybody, we're fucking boom. Boom. To the top. I love it, dude. The big millions, toothbrush. <laughs> millions, millions of dollars. The, the big toothbrush. That's yeah, it. That's what it's called. Rob's big ass toothbrush. Yeah. Coined. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking brilliant, yeah. dude. That's what we got to do. Hey, Nadav, delete that whole thing. We're doing, we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're hitting the streets with this fucking big, like, why would you ever use, I, I would, know. after using it for one day, I'm like, you know. I could never go back. No, I know. You know what I've been, but what I do now is the electric toothbrush. So I'm even lazier. I just hold it there. It goes, eh, and I hold it. And I hold it and I'm like, dude, what was I doing before? All this work up, down, up, down. Blah, 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 blah. This is, yeah. it's way better. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Big wow. Rob Eiler, so many amazing insights today. <laughs> <laughs> now you know how I made it. Woo! <laughs> we went around the world and back. Um, thank you so much for sharing everything and, and for making pajama pants. I'm a huge fan. And thank you for uh, playing AJ on the Sopranos I really liked you there too and um, I love you you're just great you're a great dude I love you and I'm very uh, you broke down my walls of like I don't have any good friends I don't know for like five years ten years you're Bros. you're in there so, uh oh can you even get a high five maybe something your hands are you're okay what oh I'm not a germ I'm not that germ that way. No. okay uh, excited yeah fi normally it takes somebody a long time to get in but I think that's the thing right it's like you watched me on TV for years. Yes. I watched you on TV for years. I felt like I knew you. You like you knew you felt like you knew me. And now it's like where when I used to see something stupid on TV <laughs> and my brain would go to one of my friends I've known for 10 years. I'm like, oh, Christina's got to see this. Of course. Now we're yeah. in it. I'm like, you got to see this right now. This person is a fucking idiot. <laughs> and you're going to love it. But isn't that a real friend when you send like that? Or that inappropriate meme where you're on the fence. You're like, who can I send this to? Like when the big dick... I don't dick even think that way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, well. Like when that the big dick COVID guy came out in the beginning. Right. He, like whoever you sent that to, that's your real OGs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You got to know. Yeah. I'm, I'm just... I just love people being so fucking dumb. I know. It's the best. If there was footage of... Like, by the way, all that picture is what you see for me being that age. <laughs> and I'm so dumb. Like, we could talk about it for 20 minutes. Imagine, thank God there's no video. Oh, my God. Or, of the, or of, social media. Yeah, of just what an idiot I was. I know. All right. Well, next time, we'll talk about it more. Uh, okay. Leave me a voicemail, 213-375-5184. Where my mom's at, at gmail.com. That's it. You got your big date. Good luck. Let me know how it oh, goes. Thank you, me. Do I think talking about you. Do not <laughs> on eat. On the road. Oh, yeah. I'll do all that shit. Don't, uh, don't eat in front of her, though. No, I'm not going to eat. Okay. I, but I'm also like, I very much embrace all my flaws. Like I hit a girl with the flaws first. Like I'm like, here's why I'm weird. Here's why I do like smart. Yeah. I just can't, I, I can't be bothered. I, I'm not going to like pretend to be somebody smart. Yeah. Cause then it's out of the way and then they'll just like you for you. Right. It's like why I fit in here and like nowhere else, That's you know? So true. Yeah. Amongst we're the like, YMH. Fucked up. Come here, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. What's exactly. Like all these people in LA try and pretend to be cool and like, <laughs> oh, I'm there. Like I would never, I'm like, oh, I'm a fucking like, you should see me eat a chicken. You know, it's fucking disgusting. And I do it every night alone in the kitchen. Yeah, hey, want to so go great. on a date? Uh, that's, you know, that's the, my, yeah, my dating profile is not the hottest one on the app. Please make a video of you eating your chicken. Um, bring that in next time. Yeah, I think it, it might. It, you know how like sometimes when you do the YMH live, like there's that sad part where you're like, oh, I don't feel good. Like it might hit you like that. 
you, you might be like, oh, this is fun. Like, let's watch Rob E. And then like minute 27 when there's like just grease coming down my face and grizzle. And I have like, because sometimes I don't wear a shirt and I'll have like a stain okay. in my chest. I'm yeah. throw <laughs> it's Are really bad. Do you have chest hair? Are you uh, a hair guy? It depends. Like I, I trim it because I will. Yeah. I'll, I have chest hair and underarm hair that I have to take care of. So ladies, <laughs> if you're, uh, if you like whole chicken grease in chest hair, at 7 p.m. every single night standing in my kitchen. It's the guy. Yeah, I've never put, I have a table in my living room. I've never put anything on it. I just, yeah. I handle it all in the kitchen. And then I come outside and I'm like, hey, what do I, what do I get to put on here? It's I time to find a lady. But I don't want you to find one here. I want you to find one in Austin so that you go to Austin and stay there. I know. I need to find, I really want to find a girl who's like, healthy you know what i mean austin yeah okay i gotta go all right yeah <laughs> i love you so much um you. austin girls send your austin girl profiles uh to rob yeah please and i don't have instagram but uh pajama pants podcast has instagram send oh, it there oh okay yeah, yeah. so uh, austin girls because i want you to be enticed to move there with jamie and me yeah okay all right moms uh, until next time stay cool where my mom's where my mom's where my mom's at where my mom's wearing thongs hitting thongs at Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's at podcast. With Christina P.